Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Appalachian Dadcast and to uh, another episode of Dadcast Shorts. My name is Austin, and I'm flying solo again. It is Wednesday, February 23rd, and yeah. So in this, uh, this episode of Dadcast Shorts... I want to talk a little bit about bass guitars, because that's like, that's my jam right now. That's what I'm really digging right now, or for like the past couple months. So, I, let's see, bass bass guitar is like my uh, pandemic hobby that I picked up, I think a lot over the last like two years i think a lot of people have picked up some new hobbies and some people have stuck with them some haven't it's cool try some new shit get good at something um i most of my hobbies and most of the shit i like to do is like warm weather stuff like skateboarding rock climbing riding motorcycles and just being outside and so like why the fuck do I live in Ohio? But I I don't have a lot of shit to do in the wintertime. And so I think it was last winter. Yeah. Yeah, so like end of 2020, something like that. Um, Barry, Speed, and I were all together at Speed's house. And he's got a bunch of like recording gear. He's got his guitars. I think he had just recently gotten a bass and he's got this electric drum kit that's pretty rad. And so we were all over there and we just went in and started fucking around on the instruments and um, Speed plays guitar. That's like his thing. And Barry does as well. And um, I suck at guitar. I'm not, I've had one for a super long time. I've tried it different points to learn how to play it and get better and I just I suck I'm just not very good at it um so when we were over there Steve jumped on his guitar and uh Barry went over and sat down on the drum kit and so I was like cool I'll fuck around with his bass and um yeah we had like a pretty good time it was I mean we suck but it was fun and so I got all stoked on the bass guitar. I was like, hey, this is like easier than regular electric guitar. Sorry to all you other bass players out there, but the barrier barrier for entry seems to be lower. I think at the like high end, it takes just as much skill and technique and all that shit. But the as far as barrier for entry, I think it's a little easier for sure getting into the bass guitar. So uh yeah, like the next day I found one on Craigslist, which shocked me that people are actually still using Craigslist. But uh, there was a uh, bass and an amp on there. The dude wanted like 200 bucks for it. So I went, met him, picked it up. It was this like crusty old dude who was, uh, he played like gigs at retirement homes with his buddy. And, uh, his buddy was like, fuck Ohio, I'm moving to Florida. And so he was like, I don't play anymore, so I'm trying to sell it. And yeah, so that's what I've been playing on 
for like the last year, which is a uh, until I got this new one that I talked about on the last episode, uh, where Barry Speed and I were all together. Um, but the one I got at the end of 2020 was a short scale P bass. So there's, I mean, there's a bunch of different styles of basses, but two, I guess, like most popular ones that Leo Fender created in the, fuck, the 50s, I think. Yeah, I think that's when the P bass came out. He made the P bass in the 50s. I think the jazz bass was in the 60s. But those are the two, like, most popular are the, uh, Precision bass and jazz bass. Precision bass came out first, so it's just got a split single coil pickup in it. Super simple, um, just a volume knob and a tone knob. That's it. Which, uh, you know, was really easy, like nice. My first one, just not having a bunch of knobs and shit that I had to fuck with. Just <coughs> sorry. Simplicity. It was great. Um, and the jazz bass, which I think came out in the 60s, also by Leo Fender, um, has dual single coil pickups. Um, one closer to the neck, one closer to the bridge. You've got two um, volume knobs, for one for each pickup, and then a tone knob. So you've got some more like tone options there and you can get some different sounds out of it. And the precision bass has a little bit thicker neck on it, like especially towards the top. It's a little bit thicker than on a jazz bass. I don't totally know why on that. Um, it seems like a lot of, you know, you get people that prefer one or the other. Um, and then there's different scale lengths. So as far as the neck, there's to, like the first one I got was a short scale, which is typically around like 30 inches. Regular scale or long scale for bases is like around 34 inches. Um, so this new one I got like two weeks ago is a long scale jazz bass. And I picked that up. Well, I got a killer deal on it. And um I wanted to try something that was a longer scale. I'm not, I've got pretty small hands. I'm not a big dude. Um, so the short scale was really nice learning on initially, but I just wanted to see how a longer scale felt. I wanted to see what the thinner neck felt like and the different pickup design, how that sounded. And um, yeah, so I'm really stoked on the new one. I really like the sound out of it, the jazz bass. I really like it. I really like the P bass too. I mean, they're two just totally different sounds. Um, and I have different strings on them. So the short scale P bass has what are called, it's got a Diderio flat wound strings, which means that the, so guitar strings are have like a core to them and then these steel, I think they're usually steel, can be something else, windings around the outside for the whole length of the string and um the those ones are flat wounds so the windings around the outside are i don't know if they're ground flat or how they make that but the whole string is like super smooth and flat and it gives it a warmer like darker more mellow tone to it 
And then I've just got uh, traditional like round wounds on the jazz bass. I just got Ernie Ball hybrid slinky round wounds, I think. Here, let me see. I've got them sitting here. All right, so this is the one. I've got the jazz that I just bought, and I'm going to run like my fingernail along the string so you can hear it. Yeah, so you can hear that. Just running along the edges of those windings on the string. So those are these strings are like a brighter tone, um, and I'm really digging it on this bass. I like the sound of it. This one is the P bass with flat wounds. So you can hear my nail on there. And it's like, I think you can hear that. It's like barely making any noise because they're like totally flat. And those ones are really cool too. I really like those strings on that bass. Um, you know, they're two totally different guitars. And totally different sounds but it's been really fun fucking with them and experimenting and getting different tones out of them um you know i've got uh i'm trying to now explore different sounds different it's really getting me to explore different styles of music and stuff you know, like when i picked this first one up i was just trying to emulate like uh uh like steve kill Keel, however you pronounce his name, bass player for Dead Meadow. I really love his tone, his sound. Um, so I was really trying to get that. And uh, who else? Um, Charles Parks, bass player for All Them Witches. I really love his sound and some of the wild shit that he does on bass. Um, but now I've been digging into other stuff. Uh, when I Before I bought this new one... I went into Blue Eagle Music, the local music shop here in Athens, Ohio, and was just fucking around on some of the bases he had for sale in there just to get a feel for some different ones and see what they felt like and sounded like. And uh, Frank, the owner, Blue Eagle Music, was uh, he was like, you ever, have you ever heard of Jaco Pistorius? And I was like... Yeah, I've heard the name, but like I don't know anything about the guy. And he was like, "Oh, dude, look him up. He's like one of the best bass players of all time." Uh, so I did that night. I found a uh, documentary on him actually. On I think it's on Tubi TV, T U B I TV. So it's like free with some commercials, but it was rad. And this dude, I think he died in the eighties, late eighties, but he played a lot of like fusion stuff like jazz fusion and whatever he played with weather report and but did all kinds of stuff played with like Joni Mitchell blood sweat and tears and had a very very unique sound he played a fretless jazz bass and you know so I found I've been getting into some of this kind of like fusion stuff a little bit and just exploring different music that I wouldn't usually listen to to hear these different bass sounds and kind of get different ideas, different inspiration like that. And it's been pretty rad. Um, yeah. And I just started some um, bass lessons 
through uh, BassBuzz.com. I totally recommend these dudes if anybody out there is looking for some bass guitar lessons. It's uh, fairly cheap. You can access everything online or have them mail you DVDs. And it's pretty cool so far. I'm not that far into it yet. Still on pretty basic fundamental stuff, but it's awesome. It's fun learning new shit. Um, yeah. And I've been messing around, as I think I talked about on our last episode, messing around with more effects pedals. Oh, my God. Effects pedals. That is a... That's a fucking rabbit hole to go down. And I am like totally getting sucked into it. Um, so I think it was like two weeks ago. I just got this uh, Electro Harmonics Big Muff. It's a reissue of their 73 Rams Head Big Muff, which is a fuzz pedal. I got it right here. Um, and this is rad. It's the first fuzz pedal I've had, and it is dirty that sounds super sick um and i actually i just i fucking i bought another pedal today um yeah it's good this is i can tell this is just gonna get bad um i ordered what i ordered today the tc electronic spark booster pedal which is like a clean boost pedal, but you can also throw in some light gain. It's got a two-band EQ for like bass and trout. It looks like a fucking cool pedal. I'm stoked. And I am I have zero self-control. And I'm just ordering pedals off Reverb. Reverb. But uh, it's fun. You know, I think it's good. If you're playing guitar, bass, whatever. Um, it's fun to mess around with these pedals and get different sounds, different tones and wild, wild shit out of your instrument. Um, but I think it's really important not to go into the world of effects pedals thinking that any pedal or whatever, like, oh, if I just have this pedal, it'll make me a better, uh, better guitar player, better bass player, whatever. Like that's, it's not going to fucking happen. If you suck, like I suck, you're still going to suck. But it's fun to mess around with new sounds and like new inspiration for playing and like being stoked on it. So that's cool. I'm having fun with it. Um, yeah. What else do I have? I don't know. Is that all I have? I think. It's fun, man. Bass guitar is cool. And, uh, you know, Barry's been playing drums. Steve's been playing guitar. We're jamming when we can. So maybe we'll eventually get to record some stuff. Put it on here. Who knows? We're just fun. Just fun. We're fucking kids in adult bodies. Just trying new shit. Um, yeah. I think that's all I got. How about a song? You guys want a song for this week? So, other than Jazz Fusion and other random weird music I've been listening to lately, I've been uh, on a pretty solid punk punk rock kick for the last week, which is always fun. My kids are uh, super stoked on it, too. My kids love... I've got a four-year-old and a two-year-old, 
And right now they love, well, I guess for like the past six months, they're always asking me to play me first in the Gimme Gimme's. They fucking love me first in the Gimme Gimme's. But uh, yeah, they'll listen to all kinds of stuff too. But um, let's see, one of my favorite punk rock bands um, is the Bouncing Souls. And I discovered, so my knowledge of punk rock was very minimal up until I was like 22, I would say, when I got a job at a diner here in Ohio. And I was cooking in there. One of the other cooks is the uh, drummer for a band, local band here called um, Amish Electric Chair. And he turned me on. His name's Scotty. Shout out to Scotty if you're listening. He's probably not listening. Um, He turned me on to all kinds of punk rock music and really schooled me on a lot of that and just introduced me to a lot of bands in the punk rock world that I had no idea existed and are super rad. So he, one of his favorites is Bouncing Souls. And after he showed them to me, played a couple of their albums, I was like so hooked. I fucking love this band. And yeah, I could just listen to them all the time. So uh, I'm going to make you guys listen to them too. This is, let's see, let's do the song Anchors Away off of their 2003 album, Anchors Away. And this is probably my favorite album of theirs. It's pretty fucking good. I love it. Um, And Brian, the bass player, his, I've been really stoked on his bass tone lately. And, uh, yeah, been trying to emulate that a little bit, but also do my own thing. So, yeah, Anchors Away by the Bouncing Souls. Um, hope everybody has a good week, good rest of your week. Um, I think we'll be recording a full-length episode next weekend. We'll see. But, yeah, have a good fucking week, everybody. Yeah, get out, play some instruments, learn something new, challenge yourself, do some rad shit. All right. Until next time. Peace out, everybody.